Hallelujah. All right, if you can remain standing for just a moment, I will we'll read a verse and let you sit down. If you'll take your Bibles this morning and turn with me to 2 Peter chapter number 1, we are going to finish up a series on maturity that we've been dealing with uh, for the last few weeks and, 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 and a couple months, to be honest with you. Uh, but we're on the, the very last one, and uh, man, I think God saved the best for last. I really do. I really do. Boy, it's been a good service already, Amen. I, I knew it. I could feel it this week when I was studying and praying. I knew God was up to something. And I love it when God is up to something. Amen. Second Peter chapter number 1. Uh, we're going we're gonna to read starting in verse number 5. Starting in verse number 5. If you are here for the very first time, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for coming and... And it is a privilege and an honor to be able to be in the worship service with you. And I hope you've enjoyed it so far. And I believe God's going to bless you. I really, really do. Uh, we have been preaching about things that you need to add or supply or work on in your Christian life. When you get saved, God, uh, you're not a finished product. Did y'all get that part? So ease up on each other. Let me say that again. When you get saved, you're not a finished product. So ease up on each other. Don't critique me yet. I'm not done. Amen. Don't go tasting the pie before it gets out the oven. Amen. Sometimes we can be critical on each other and not even realize God's not finished with us yet. Don't, don't, don't look at the car when it's in the primer. Wait till it gets out the, out the, uh, the paint house. Say amen right there. Listen, he says we need to add some things. We need to furnish some things in our life. And, and as we read, let's look at them things real quickly. Second uh, Peter chapter 1 and verse number 5. If you're there, say amen. amen. And beside this, what? Your salvation. Giving all diligence, add to your faith. The word add there means to supply generously, alongside. All right? Add to your faith virtue. And to virtue, knowledge. And to knowledge, temperance. And to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity. 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 Do y'all realize that one word right there makes all the rest of them work? For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if ye do these things, read it with me, ye shall never fall. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the worship, uh, the music, the choir, the musicians. Brother Jalen, thank you, Lord, for your touch. God, please bless your word now. Lord, please bless your word. In Jesus' name we all pray, and all God's children say it. Amen. You may be seated. Charity. Charity. We know this is, this is uh, our English word, love. Two words, two words that's translated love in the New Testament. Uh, one is Philadelphia, where we get our word, uh, phileo, which we get our word Philadelphia from. Uh, the city of brotherly love. Well, in the, in the phrase right before charity, you find he said we are to add to our faith brotherly kindness. Well, it's the same word. That word is planted right there. Philadelphia. All right, well, in this one, we see agape, which is the highest form of love. 
Philadelphia, I can love you because you're somewhat the same with me. There's a brotherly uh, association. There's a fraternal affection that's there. Uh, and, 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 and that I can, I can love you or I can, I can feel for you because you're the same with me. But charity goes past that. Charity loves even if you're different from me. Does that make sense with everybody? He says, add to your faith charity, love. Love. You see that word over and over in the Bible. I love, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. But God commendeth His toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Love. Love. I want to give you three things real quickly this morning. Three things. And, and we're going to get three passages of Scripture in the Bible. And uh, this thing sounds like it's going in and out. Is it okay? Uh, uh, Brother Jalen, if you're somewhere in the house, I need get me a mic ready in case this goes out, if you can help me with that. All right? Now let's look in, and we're going to look in 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. Uh, you can turn there or we'll have it up here. Do you have that, Brother Barnes? You have it printed? If you'll put that up on the, on the board, I want you to see this. Uh, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not, or what's our word? Love. I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. See, you understand this church, this early church, uh, they were very carnal. They were very young and immature and they were taking the gifts God had given them and they were misusing them. He said, I don't care how, how gifted you are. If you don't, you don't have charity, if you don't love one another, you just sound like a bunch of uh, pots and pans banging together. Verse 2. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, what does he say? I'm nothing. Verse, verse 3. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me. Verse 4. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, keep on, rejoiceth not iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, all right, beareth all things, say it with me, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, and endureth all things, church say amen, amen. I want you to see this, number one, Number one, if we're going to love one another, if we're going to apply this to our life, we're going to add to our faith love, number one, I want you to see the explanation of love. The explanation of what we need to know what it's all about. We need to know what it is. Let's, let's go into detail. I'm a very simple-minded person. I'm very simple. I like uh, things that I can apply to my life uh, that I can do tomorrow. Amen? Well, he goes into detail in this chapter about love. He begins to explain what love really is. Love is not a fuzzy feeling. Love is... All right, can you hear me now? All right, now I can be like Rod Parsley. Amen. I hope none of y'all know who that is. Hallelujah. All right, now look, look here. Love, love, what is it? What, what is it all about? It's not what most people think it is. We've really dumbed down what love really is. Because I'll get on, I'll get on Facebook and, and you'll see young people, I just love him 
He's the greatest thing that's ever happened. He's the best boyfriend in all the world, and we're just so in love. Two weeks later, it's a different guy. I just love my new boyfriend. He's the greatest thing in the world, and, and, and I tell you, what, I don't know how I could live without. I just love him. And boys, y'all the same. I've seen you on there too, so don't even say nothing. Amen. And you know what? That's what's happened in our society today. We love and drop them and love and drop them, and we go out with this one and quit that one, and, and then when we get married, we think we can just keep on doing that. Because we have gotten to the place, we think love is a feeling. It's not. Love is a decision. This is what love does. Let me read it again. This was so good. Man, have mercy. Now, the Bible says, charity or love, it suffereth long and is kind. It envieth not. It vaunteth not itself. Is not puffed up. Does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things. Believeth all things. Hopeth all things. And endureth all. That's love. Love is a choice. Listen, feelings come and go with the weather. You know how I know that? Because in the dead of winter, I couldn't find some of y'all. I left the house yesterday, and the, and, and the temperature shot up over 60 degrees, and there was people crawling like ants. There was yard sales everywhere. I said, hallelujah. Now, did you, honestly... Now tell the truth, guys. Tell the truth because you're in the house of God and God's going to let every tire on your car be flat if you lie right now. How many of y'all felt better yesterday? I did too. I, I threatened to get my bikini out, but Tammy wouldn't let me. <laughs> Hallelujah. I've seen people posting on, the, on, on, the, on the, 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 the computer all day, isn't this great? Let's, what a wonderful weather. And, and all of that, and just a week before, just a week before, I'm so in a bad way. And you know what? We take that same deal into our relationships, and we wonder, well, I just don't love her anymore. No, you're not. You're just in a bad mood. You just don't have that feeling but love is not a feeling. Feelings come and go. He explained it this way. Write these two things down. Hey, write this down. Don't you see the importance declared? It is so important. It is so important uh, that we have love in our church. It is so important that this world sees love in here. It is so important that we express love one to another. It is so important that everything in our church is filled, saturated, nothing but the beginning to the end with love in everything we do. That Paul says this, you can be the most gifted church in all of the world. You could have all of the talent there is to have. You could have the greatest musicians there ever was. You could have the biggest choir there ever was. You could have the most unbelievable speaker there is. But if you don't have love in that church, you're nothing. Nothing. Listen, you can live in a big old house. You can drive two Mercedes in your parking lot. Listen, you can have a pool the size of this building. You can have a country club membership. You can have all of that. And listen, not have love in the, in the home. And it's not a home. It's just a house. But you can go and be in a little old bitty, little old bitty shack and be so head over heels in love with each other. Me and Tammy, we, 
We, we, when we got married, we, we was in little old bitty place. I'm talking about little old bitty place. Had roaches and everything. But that was before we got there, so it wasn't our fault. Say amen right there. And, uh, and it was out in the middle of nowhere, but it was $210 a month. That was right down my alley. Amen. And I told her, baby, I said, baby, uh, this, this ain't much. This ain't, but boy, we got love. She says, the good things, that's all we got. Amen. But it don't matter if you have everything. If you don't have love. 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 Man, it's so important. Let's add to our faith. Love. Let's love people. Let's love people. Because if we don't, we're nothing. We're nothing. And then he goes to describe this. Look here, B. Not only do we see the importance declared, but we see the information defined. He goes in defining it. Love puts up with everything. Did y'all get that? Let me read it again. Let me read it again. Let, let me read it again. Husbands and wives, watch what love does. Beareth all things. Beareth means to put up with. Believeth all things. Hopeth all things. Endureth all things. It just does. Not some things. All things. That's, that's real love. That's why the Bible says a friend loveth at all times. You know why? Because a true friend loves you. Amen? Now here's the deal. We're not all going to agree all the time. You can mark it down. Write it down. Put it on your calendar. Say I said it and I'll sign it. We are never going to all agree on every item all the time. It's never going to happen. But I can let you disagree with me. You can be wrong if you want. No, I'm just kidding. You can, you can disagree with me, and we can still get along because I love you. Me and Brother Travis and Brother O'Neill, we were in, back and forth in, in my office, and, and they would say one thing, and, and I'd say one thing, and, and they'd give me their idea, and I'd give them my idea. They'd give me their, and we was just, and if you didn't know us, you would have thought we was having the battle royale right there in my office. But you know what? We come to the conclusion that we kind of disagree about some things. But we st- it didn't matter. We're going, we come up with a plane that we could work with, and we're going forward with it. You know why we could do that? Because I love them guys, and they love me. And the thing is, in this church, if we're going to go forward, if we're going to reach this world for Christ, we're not going to get it bickering and complaining and criticizing one another. And listen, if you love them, you're not going to criticize them. I was, I was down there. I was down there. And, and, and you remember last week I told you there was, a, there was one of them EGRs that came up to me after the service when I was preaching down in Jacksonville? If you're wondering what, what an EGR is, that means extra grace required. Amen? To deal with this person. And he started saying stuff about Preacher McCormick. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm putting up with stuff. And, and, but then when he went to do that, I started getting mad. I could feel it. I could feel it coming in my neck right here. And I'm, I'm, I don't know about y'all, but I, I still got a lot of redneck in me. And I know when I start feeling it, it almost gets to that earlobe. Party time. It's fixing to be bad. And he said something. Well, this preacher here, he won't read this, but I want. And he said it. It was bad enough he said it once, and I called it. And I was trying to, you know, and, and address it. And, and he said, and about that third time he said it, I looked him dead, and I said, what's your point? And he kind of stiffened up a little bit. Now, here's, here's the deal. Listen, 
you should always defend your friend. And you should always defend, if anything, your family. Me and my brother could fight like cats and dogs and roll around in the ground and bleeding from everywhere and everything, but if you touch him, you're going to have a bad day. Why? He's my family. Because love doesn't criticize, love defends. Amen? And the Bible says we've got to have love. Now, how many of y'all think you've got a good understanding about what love is? It endureth all things. It doesn't think bad about others. And when the Bible says, watch this right here. Watch this verse right here. The Bible says in verse number uh, five, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. In other words, when bad things happen to other people, you don't say, woohoo, look at that. Love don't do that. Love don't do that. With love, there's no competition. Somebody comes in here with a new suit on? Bless God. Man, I'm, that's awesome. Boy, I'm glad you got Man, that's great. God bless you with a suit. Ain't that wonderful? Don't go home. Don't go home. And, did you see what she had on? I don't know how they can afford it. Boy, it's getting quiet for some reason. Is that a new shirt? Now, you can say it in the right way, in the wrong way. You know, you can say it. Anyhow, by the way, that's a cool shirt, Brother Gabe. Amen. I like that. Love. Love. How many of y'all believe we need to love one another? All right, now watch this. It's going to get steep. It's been steep already this morning, but it's really going to get steep now. We see the explanation of love. Now watch this. Put number two. Number two. I want you to see the expectation of love. What, what, how far does God, Jesus Christ, expect us to go with his love stuff? Now, now preacher, I can only do so much. Okay, let's see what Jesus says. Are we disciples of Christ? We're, we're students, we're, we're learners, we're, we're disciples of Christ, so uh, we need to follow his teaching on this deal, so I think we need to take it as far as he says for us to take it. Would you all agree right there? Now watch what he says. This is in, we're, we're receiving this out of Matthew 5. Matthew 5, verse 43. Ye have heard, it's up on the screen, ye have heard it hath been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, this is Jesus speaking. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Now let me tell you, easy preaching. Woo! But watch what he says. That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. Watch what he does. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good. And he sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Publicans were the, the tax collectors, the ones that, that, that these people really didn't even believe was saved or, or, or could be saved. 
They wouldn't spit on them if they was on fire. In other words, the worst sinners you can think of, don't they even do this? Now watch this. Put this down. If you're writing this down, what is the expectation of love? I want you to see A. I want you to see the realm he extended. How far out should we extend our affection? How, how far out should we extend our love? According to verse 43, or excuse me, verse 44, But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. I mean, this even goes, this even goes beyond loving people that's not like you. This even goes beyond loving them people that are irritating. There's just some people that's irritating. They don't mean to be. They just, it comes natural for them to be an irritant. It is. Why are y'all looking at me like that? Y'all know I'm telling the truth. You got them at work. You got them at school. They just, they don't, it's just, some people, they just have a knack. They're talented. They've gone to college to irritate people. But that's not what Jesus is talking about. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about even further than that, those people that are on purpose trying to harm you, that are malicious to you, that are your sworn enemy that hate you, that want to injure you. He says, I want you to love them. That's pretty stout, wouldn't you say? I'm talking about love them that's talking bad about this church. Love them that, 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 help me, Jesus. I told you, I still got a lot of redneck in me. And when I hear people talk about temple that's never been on the property, never been in one church service, but they know everything we're doing wrong, I, I just got to admit, I told y'all, I, sometimes I tell too much stuff in here that I shouldn't, and I know, and I admit too much. But that makes me mad. I'm serious. It just, it gets under my skin, and, and, and I, I just want to, you know, and this is what I say. If God is so upset with us, he's got a funny way of showing it. Because he sure is showing up regular around here, and he sure is saving a lot of people around here. And if he's mad, he's got a funny way of showing it. But you know, Jesus said, don't, don't respond that way. Just pray for him. Oh, come on, Jesus. For real? Just a little. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like John and James, and sometimes I just want to call fire from heaven down on them. Amen. They did that. The disciples did that. When, when a certain city turned their back on the disciples and Jesus, they said, shall we call fire down? He said, boys, get, get, get. I feel like that sometimes. But Jesus said, no, we're here for them. We're here to love them. And you know what? God convicted me about that. Because in this verse, yeah, they're talking bad about us. Yeah, they don't have a clue what they're talking about. Yeah, they're ignorant in what they're saying. But Jesus says, pray for them. Pray that God will bless their ministry. For real? For real? Is that not what I just read? God, they're running down our ministry. They're criticizing us like crazy. They're saying all kind of bad stuff. And you want me to pray that theirs will be blessed? 
That's radical religion, isn't it? But what would happen if all of our people started doing that? And when they, when they say something bad about your church, they say something bad about your church, and, that, and you say, well, man, we're praying for y'all. We're praying that God will bless y'all unbelievably. We're praying y'all have a great service. Huh? Somebody's going to have to start it. Might as well be temple. Let's go love them, amen? Let's love our enemies. Let's love those that hate us. Just to mess with them. Not really. Let's do it because Jesus said to do it, amen? B. We see the reason he explained. Look what this verse says. This is verse This is verse 45. He said, I want you to go do this, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and he sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. He says, I want you to do it so you can be like me. I want you to do it so you, you will reflect my image. Oh, hallelujah, I feel God right there. Jesus on the cross being nailed to the cross. I mean, in so much pain, you cannot even be described, humanly speaking. And they're nailing him to a cross, and he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He said, even love your enemies so you can be just like me. Listen, the reason most lost people don't want to come to church is because they see churches that can't get along with each other. But what if they saw a group of people that just loved people no matter what was said about them? Would they not see Jesus in us? Amen? Not only do we see the reason he explained, then see, write this down. This is good right here. The reality he expressed. The reality he expressed is in the very next verse. The Bible says in verse 46, For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? If ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even publicans so? Listen. Where's, uh, where's Brother Randy at? Is Brother Randy in the building? Is he out serving? Blake, Brother Randy Blake, is he in here? I think he's out serving in the, in the, the foyer. He's out here all the time. Doing volunteer work, fixing this light bulb, fixing this this banner, uh, this rail, this uh, tore up, fixing the air conditioner, all the time. Every time I see him, he's doing, he's serving God. He's doing an awesome job. I'm talking about doing an awesome job. And you know what? I, it just touches my heart every time I see him. And and for me to love him, that's not hard. Because he tells me all the time, and he's encouraging me all the time. He's always bragging about me and telling me how much he appreciates the, the work and, and the service and, 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 and temple and, and, and all that stuff. It's not hard for me to love him. And, and, and what God is saying, even lost people can do that. I've got, I've got I go to a coon club. Uh, Coleman, Coleman County Coon Hunters Association Incorporated. And, and there's guys in there, especially when I first started. Hey, 
It's kind of rough. And I got a bunch of them that's in here now, so don't say nothing to me. Junior, where are you at, Junior? Raise your hand. Jeremo, raise your hand. Uh, Gabe, Gabe, raise your hand. Yeah, go ahead and raise your pink shirts, counter. Raise your hand. Amen. That's right. Rough. But, man, they care about one another. If somebody's sick or something, and I, now, now some of them in there are lost as a goose, don't even know Jesus if he had walked in the room. But they still care about each other. If somebody's late and doesn't come back in time, they're afraid they might be lost in the woods, they'll all pile up and go to the woods and see if they can find them. So see, Jesus is saying, even lost people that don't know me can care about one another. If, they, if they're the same, but it takes somebody with the heart of God to love their enemy. Now, let me say something. Let me read this because I wrote this down. I wrote this down. Watch this. If we only care, now, I'm saying this to get ready for fusion. I, I think this was an unbelievably ordained message today. Now, now y'all know, let me tell you how big God is. Let me tell you how big God is. This, this series was started way before Christmas. Well, we took a break in the middle of it to do our Christmas stuff and get that out of the way and so forth and so on. Then we started it back, and this message just happens to fall on the Sunday before Fusion where we are, we are supplying and, and, and expressing what is, what is the ministry that, that Fusion is all about. Life groups, which is what we do to... Wow. Is that a coincidence? No. Why? Because life groups is not about just being with people you like. It's not about just being with people that's the same as you. It's about loving others. And loving others the Jesus way. Loving others that others don't like. And even you don't like. Jesus wants to love the enemies. Jesus wants us to love people. Jesus wants us to love everybody. Say amen. Now watch this. According to this verse, if we only care for or spend time with those that we like or have things in common with, we're no different than sinners in the world. That's what Jesus said. Now watch this. C.S. Lewis, unbelievable writer. Watch what he says. C.S. Lewis said, It is easier to be enthusiastic about humanity with a capital H than it is to love individual men and women especially those who are uninteresting, exasperating, depraved, or otherwise unattractive. Loving everybody in general may be an excuse for loving nobody in particular. Did you get that last statement? Loving everybody in general may be just an excuse for you not loving an individual in particular. What does that mean? It means this. Let's not say, Temple Baptist loves the world. No. Temple Baptist loves Amber and Chris and Kathy and, 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 and Brother Donnie and Julio. Scott. Listen, sometimes we ease our conscience by sending money to Zimbabwe. But God wants us to go across the street and talk to our neighbor. Y'all getting this? 
Because the reality is this. If we don't learn to love our enemies, we're no better than the world. We want, to be, we want to brag about being called out. We want to brag about our separation. We want to brag about we're different from the world. We want to do all of that. And the Bible says you're no different from the world if you won't love them. Amen? Number three. Boy, we loved that point, didn't we? I know, don't, don't get sideways with me. I've got to go pray for them guys that talk about me. So y'all need to start something too. Amen. Let's just all do stuff we don't want to do together. Amen? I don't. I don't want to go pray for them guys. I'm serious. I, I'm, I'm, as, I'm, I'm laying it all out on the table for y'all today. I'm as being as honest as I can. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go do it. Because I don't want to be just like everybody else. I want to be a disciple of Christ. And I want to do what God... Not, not, for more than anything, because he told me to do it. He told me to do it. So if God's speaking with some of you now, and I know he is because you're quiet. And I know when we go to getting quiet, God's working on the inside. You already got somebody in your mind right now that you got to go be nice to because God's telling you to love them. How many of y'all, by the way, how many of y'all had opportunities to be kind this week? Uh-huh. How many of y'all that was took prayer in the Lord, say amen. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wait till this week. Amen, just a thought, amen. Number three, number three, let's, let's finish. Number three, what was number one? Tell me number one again, say it back to me. The expectation of love. Number two, we see the, the expectation of love. What was, what was number one? Explanation. Let's, let's start over. Number one, we see the explanation of love clearly explained there in first corinthians chapter 13 uh, uh, uh number two say it again the uh, uh, exp, uh, whatever number three <laughs> expectation what god expects out of us let's evaluate something all right let's evaluate my speaking skills for just a moment amen the evaluation of love when the world when the world evaluates temple, what do they see? Sure. Watch this. Watch this. John 13, 34. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye, help me, that ye, as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. And this is what I put on Facebook for y'all followers. By this, this, shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have So many places want to brag on their separation. Everybody wants to brag on what kind of clothes they're wearing and not wearing. They want to brag on what kind of music they listen to and they don't listen to. They want to, they want to brag on uh, who they hang with and who they don't want to hang with. And they say, this, this proves we're disciples. Not according to Jesus. 
Because according to the New Testament, Jesus always hung out with sinners. It ain't by your church membership. It's not about how much you attend church. That's not proof of discipleship. It's not how much Bible you know. Uh, Miss Angie, how about them people that we, we talked about that they can quote a lot of Scripture and debate it with you and try to prove it wrong to you? They know a bunch of Scripture. They just need to meet the author. But the point is not as much Scripture that you know because there's atheists that have more Scripture memorized than most preachers do, but the only reason they do it is try to get ammunition to fight you. So it's not how much Bible you know. He said, by this, this one thing, they're going to know you're my disciple. And I got to thinking about that. It is so powerful. Because the greatest, the greatest characteristic of Christ that we see that shone through everything he did was love. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. They're nailing him to a cross. And, and that centurion said, truly. When he heard that, truly this was the Son of God. You want people to believe you're a disciple? Start loving. Listen, two things I want you to write down and we're going to pray. A, write this down. We see an extension of deity. He said, he said uh, do it as I have done to you. If we love others, this is how we evaluate who we are here at Temple. Are we loving others like Christ loved us? Because if we are, we're just an extension of who he is. It's not your love you're giving out. It's Christ's love through you. Do you know the only God that this world will ever see, Travis, is what they see in you? The only God, the only Jesus, please get this, the only Jesus this world will ever see is what they see in you. Why do you think that Jesus described the church as the body of Christ? Because you're his body. You're his mouth. You're his hands. You're his feet. You're to take the gospel to them. You're to do what he did while he was here. If we are the body, why are we not healing? As the Casting Crown song goes. We're just an extension of him. Just like in this tip, just like here at Temple. Every minister, every, every uh, 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 ministry leader in this church is just an extension of me. They're an extension of my hand. God called me here to reach this city, and they are an extension of my hand. They would do what I would do. They would say what I would say. They're not mavericks. They're not doing their own agenda. They're an extension of the ministry that God has placed through his man and anointing in this place. And you're an extension of Christ. Are they seeing it? Are they seeing it? Do they see an extension of deity? B, write this down. Is there evidence of discipleship? Because the only evidence we have is love. We said we are called to make disciples. That's why we love God, love others, and serve both. You see it everywhere. Love God, love others, and serve both. But are they seeing love? And I'm not talking about hanging out with your buddies. 
Are they seeing the God kind of love that loves your enemies? That's what I'm talking about. All right, everybody look at me. Put your pens down. Look at That's all the writing you need to do. Look at me. Look at me just a second. Look at me just a second. Everybody. Let's be honest. Can y'all be honest? Anybody, can, can anybody be honest right here? I've done confessed everything I am to y'all. Amen. It's God's one of y'all even come back. I get mad and I, you know, I, I, can y'all be honest with me a minute? Let's just both be honest. How, how many of y'all in this building, because I'm going to stand on this front row and raise both my hands. I would if my mic worked. I could use some help in this area. Come on, show God you're serious. I could use some help in this area. Amen. Amen. According to my Bible, you have not. Why don't we come ask? As every head's bowed and every eye closed. I wonder if you need help like your preacher needs help. Why don't we just flood these altars? Just get around this altar for just a moment and say, God, help me love my enemy. God, help me love... Help me love that, that person that made me mad this week at work. Help me love them people that talk about me. Help me love them people that, that I don't really like. Help me love those folks that's different than I am. Brother Scott, just come on up and get a microphone. Help me love people that, that are different than me. Help, help me love people I disagree with. Help me, help me to love people like Christ did. Help me to love people like God did. Help me love others. Brother Scott, pray for us. Father, we thank you so much for the message this morning. Lord, we love you, God, because you first loved us. God, and we thank you for that extension of love that you showed us on Calvary. And God, that we just pray and we ask and we beg that you would give us the strength and the ability to love others as much as you love us. God, because if we, if we can't show love towards others like you've shown towards us, then that makes the gospel of none effect. Lord, because you did all of that to prove to us what real love is. And God, if we want to show real love to this community, if we want to show real love to this country, if we want to show real love to this world, then God, it's got to be the love of Christ through us. And we can't pick and choose who we love. Lord, we don't want to try to put any kind of expectations on our love God but we want to love a true real love God that Lord that people would be saved because of the love that we've been able to show through you God and I pray that you would fill each and every one of us Lord because you said the fruits of the spirit are love joy peace long suffering temperance meekness goodness Lord and I pray God that the very first one in that list would be the one that overflows from each and every one of us and it in, through the pews, Lord, and through the town, God, that, Lord, Lord, the love of Christ through Temple Baptist Church would touch this community, God. Lord, that we would see this, this place explode, God, that it would grow in a traumatic way, Lord, not because, not because of anything that we did, but all because of the love that you've shown us and you gave us the ability and the privilege to show it to others. God, I pray that you would just continue on through this sweet spirit that's in this place, God. And if there's anybody here that don't know you, God, if there's anybody here that don't know the love of Christ, that, Lord, today would be the day of their salvation. God, I know that in a room this size, there's somebody. And, Lord, you're dealing with somebody. And I'm praying, God, that you'd give them the courage and the strength that it takes to come forward. 
Lord, in a crowd this this size and accept you as their personal Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet. We're going to sing a verse of invitation. If you need to come, we have people at this altar. Listen, they'd be glad to take a Bible and show you how to be saved. All you got to, all you got to do is come. We've got ladies for ladies and men for ladies as we sing. Go ahead. That's what this is God speaking to your heart. Is Say, preacher, I don't know anything about that love you're talking about. Well, you, you can. Don't have to carry you can. All you got to do is come. All the way across this altar. Ladies and there's gentlemen, a light in the darkness, take a Bible and show you how to be saved. And there's a love that's true. Yes. Jesus is waiting. Jesus, he's waiting. I like it. He is waiting here for you. Go quickly now before they close the door. That's what this altar is for. That's what this altar is for. You know it, sing it with that's what this altar is for you don't have to carry the burden anymore there's a light in the darkness there's a love that's true jesus is waiting god's waiting here for you Go quickly now. They're coming, making decisions. Do you need to come? Is God speaking to your heart right now? What a great day. What a great day to trust Jesus as your Savior. A decision that will take you two two minutes to make could determine your destiny. Won't you come? And you don't have to carry the burdens anymore there's a light in the darkness there's a love that's true jesus is waiting he's waiting here for you come quickly now before they close the door that's what this altar is for. Listen, salvation was the greatest decision I ever made in my life. The greatest thing I ever, I'm telling you, the only regret I ever had, I didn't do it sooner. Now listen. I've never met anybody that truly got saved that ever said they regretted it. Never. All the time, it's always been, I wished I'd have done it sooner. Now, I want to do this. He's going to sing that verse one more time. We're not going to drag out nothing. As they're, they're making decisions and praying, listen, I want to give you that chance. God may be knocking on your door right now. God may be giving you that invitation, that opportunity to trust Him and believe in Him. And we wouldn't embarrass you for nothing. If you had come, listen, you could sit at that front pew and we could show you how to be saved. Or if you just need prayer, maybe you're going through a difficult hour, we'd like to help you. But let's sing that verse one more time. Give them time to pray. Brother Jalen, you lead us. If you know it, sing it with them. That's what you need to make a decision, come on. You need to make a decision, come on. If God's speaking to your heart, come on. You don't have Won't you to trust carry God, that the burdens anymore. Yeah. 
There's a light in the darkness, and there's a love that's true. Jesus is waiting. He's waiting just for for you. Come quickly now before they close the door. That's what this altar is for. And all God's people saying, let's give Him praise and glory. Amen. 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 How many of y'all are glad Julia and Jean White are coming to be part of Temple Baptist Church? Want to be a member? Isn't that great? Amen. Amen. Said they're friends of Pat and Danny Byram. Is that the best you could do right now? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I was talking about Brother Danny, Miss Pat. That's, you, you, you're the greatest. I don't know how you ended up with that, but hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We had a time Friday night, didn't we? Thursday night. What night? It was Thursday night. I guess it was Thursday night.